Hi guys, welcome back to the Gunk Cast. On today's episode, we'll be talking to you about our makeup must-haves for starting out in the industry. Um, and this is perfect for you if you're maybe in first year and you're still trying to build your kit, or even if you're in third year and you've kind of running out of certain things and you want to try different products, we're going to kind of give you the best, the ones that we've kind of found that work best for us. So for me personally, I found for a great way of starting a kit but saving money is definitely looking at palettes. So um, when I first started my kit, I looked at the Cryolon foundation stick palettes um, because they have a good range of colour, but they're also um, easy to build because they're cream-based. So you can shear them out with moisturiser or you can build them up because obviously they're cream-based um, and they have good coverage. I found that really handy. And then things like big palettes like the Morphe James Charles palette, that's got a load of colours, but then also your neutral tones, which is really nice. And then things like the Cryolon Aqua palettes and cream palettes, because they can't, they can be used for things like bruising and stuff, but then they can also be used for anything like editorial graphic liners. Yeah. And um, on the gist of foundation palettes, I've had the RCMA foundation concealer palette for literally since I started in first year. And it's amazing. It is £60. I'm not going to lie to you, it's £60. But I feel like instead of buying so many different foundations, so many concealers, it's it slightly cheaper because you can also mix these shades, um, especially for darker skin tones. I found that and there is quite a quite a wide uh, range of skin tones in that palette. So talking about um, palettes, I have one that I feel like is good for your well for yourself first, for your own personal use, but also if you're going into the makeup industry, the creative industry, and it's a Dermacolor camouflage mini palette. And you get so many shades, you get darker shades, you get lighter shades, you get colour correcting shades, and they're so full coverage. They are so full coverage. Like they've lasted me, I think, since first year. Um, and I've still got so much product left. Um, another tip that I'd say also for people who are makeup artists is if you find, because I feel like the palette's quite big and it doesn't need to be that big. So what I did is I actually scraped out the um, concealers and I put them into like a smaller palette and it just makes it easier to carry around. Yeah, that's really handy. And also, I think even before foundations, thinking about your base um, is really handy and also having um, client friendly bases so anything that doesn't have strong products in it just in case it will come up with allergic reactions so things that are um, less chemical I guess so I found the simple um, moisturizers really handy to have in your kit just for like shearing out foundations or even starting off with a nice base but then also having the option of an um, like a serum in your kit I found just so um, when you want a gluey skin or if you want to dull down a thick foundation it breaks it down a lot more easier the ordinary I have in my kit, I really like the 100% plant-based delivered. I think uh, I have syrup. that. Mm. It's so it's good. <laughs> doesn't it? And it makes it look awake and... Yeah. I love it. I agree. I agree. So nice. If you're friends with me when it comes to moisturisers and uh, your makeup look nice, you know exactly what I'm going to say. <laughs> I can't find it to show the girls right now, but the Walida Skin Food Moisturiser is... Oh. I literally just got it today. Amazing. Yeah. They've got it. They've got it on um, Amazon. I got it off of. They've got the seventy-five milliliters for um, nine pounds mm. on Amazon, whereas the thirty mil on Car Beauty is eight pounds. So that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grace actually introduced me to it, and ever since 
I I'm literally in love. Like, even if you're not wearing any makeup, like people compliment me on my skin, like just glowing when I'm wearing this moisturizer. So for personal use, for like like I said, if if you're trying to create a look where you kind of want the skin to glow but it's not really too much makeup, then this is literally the perfect moisturizer. Um also I would say the Linda Hallberg um Infinity Glass. I've gone through two tubes of it right now. It is like kind of like a Vaseline consistency. Um it's funny because my mum would always say to me, like, why are you spending £23 on that when you could just use Vaseline? Obviously, Vaseline is not great for your skin. Like, it can clog your pores. Um, So I think this gives, like, the Vaseline effect, but, like, ten times better. You can use it for, like, a like a glossy eye. You can use it for, like, dewy skin. You can use it for your lips. You can literally use it anywhere on the face, and it will look amazing. Stunning. I think I mentioned earlier about obviously talking about palettes and having that versatile color range i think looking at what's so popular at the moment obviously you've got the james charles morphe palette but when i first started off um building my kit i was going on amazon and looking like at cheap makeup that i could find and i found this company called la rock and it's um it's black casing with white on the front and it's so cheap, but it's got so many colours on it and it's brilliant. And I love using it for like body painting and stuff like that, because if I want to get like a lot of product out, I am more than happy to scrape it because it's like £11 and there's so much on it. It's ridiculous. They've got one that's just uh, it's two. So in the palette, there's two trays and it's just full on colour. Or you can get another one and it's three palettes in the it's two, three trays in the in the case. And it's two two of them are eyeshadow colours and the bottom one is just pressed pigments. So like blusher, contour, and then they have like a, a yellow and a white powder that goes quite nice on your skin. And it's about £12 on Amazon. It's really handy. I think it's important that you mentioned that it's cheap, especially when building your makeup kit. And when I was starting my makeup, I would always type in YouTube like dupes of a higher brand. So for example, right now, my favourite foundation is Huda. Um, I wouldn't say the other foundation I recommend is a dupe, but for example, the L'Oreal True Match is another favourite of mine. But that's a dupe of the NARS foundation. I can't remember what NARS one it is. So I would recommend that when you're building a kit is to look for dupes because at the same, you know, you're paying for the same product. It's just a different brand. Don't get me wrong. It's nice paying for the expensive stuff. But yeah, if you're building your kit, it's good to start. I guess with the cheaper stuff, the drugstore stuff, because there's actually some good finds in there, especially Makeup Revolution, in my opinion. And to be honest, I think it's better off starting off with like dupes and stuff because you're just starting off the industry. You're probably not going to make a lot of money at the beginning, let's be real, and you're not going to be using nice nice makeup on, say, like while you're in class or something, when you could be saving your money and then you can build your kit as you go along and then you can start building up on brands because then you can also charge more because you're using these brands. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'd also say, um, like Grace said, I literally love Maybelline. Like, like Maybelline is just my favourite drugstore brand. I love the Maybelline Fit Me Concealer is like my favourite concealer ever. Like I use, I have two different shades. I have one that's like my skin tone and one for highlighting. And um, a lot of people, I've never tried the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer, but a lot of people compare them to it. And these are literally £5 each. And the shade range is actually quite good. So I think if you want a really, really good concealer that, that stays and it's 
really good for brightening really good for obviously concealing it's i think it, i would say it's like a medium coverage but obviously it's buildable i think definitely try it out these concealers because they're literally amazing i could worry about them all day funny you've said that because i was looking at that and i was thinking about um decantering products and how you would apply products and i think people go for big brands for brushes when if you can go on amazon you can get like a good set of eye brushes for like seven pounds please 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 don't spend a lot of money on your brushes because you can go for big brands that last you about a year and they might fall out because you're going to be washing them with ipa and disinfectant they're going to get you know battered and bruised and you're going to want a range of brushes as well you're not going to want just one eyeshadow brush you're going to want about 12 (laughs) because you're going to be using them for different things different products um if you're working on multiple people at once you're going to want different brushes instead of going and cleaning them constantly so, yeah, definitely have a look on Amazon and have a look at just cheap ones that you you know you can have doubles of. And avoid sponges, I'd say, because they, they hold bacteria like nothing. <laughs> I really like Makeup Revolution brushes because this brush, um, for you guys listening to this, this is like a foundation buffing brush. It literally feels like Mac one. Like, it feels like it's from Mac. I'm not even joking. Like, it's literally the same thing. And I don't know if you guys got the Mac one in first year that we got with like our kit i put them next to each other i've tried um obviously blending foundation blending concealer with with both and it's the same finish so like you said like it's literally the same thing i would definitely recommend makeup revolution for their makeup like grace said and also for brushes because they're really 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 good okay moving on i'm going to talk about highlight which is my favorite step when it comes to makeup I'd say I don't use it as much as I used to. I feel like it, like, highlighter, that streak of highlight was really big, maybe 2018, 2016, right? I can't remember. But over the time, I found some good highlighters that I felt have worked well and are not so glittery because I feel like a glittery highlight isn't so nice, whereas a wet highlight is nice. And the one I've got here is the Ofra one. I don't know if any of you have used it. Uh, and I can't remember what it's called. The name's been rubbed off. Is it Rojo Drive? Yeah. <laughs> Rojo Drive. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. And when you apply it, it's very, if you apply it with a bit of setting spray, it can look very wet. And that's what we like. We like a wet kind of highlight, a little sweaty. Um, and another one I would recommend as well is the ABH. I think it's like the quadruple highlights and there's like four shades. And that is a good one for a makeup kit because in the one I've got now, they're a shade that can suit every skin tone. There's a gold one. It's quite like a white one. There's a pinky one. And this is it's just great. It's perfect. I really enjoy it. I've had the Inglot Sparkling Dust Face Eyes and Body. And it's kind of like a loose um, highlighter. And I've had it for years. And it's still full. And they do a lovely shade range. And you can use it wet, like you said. And it will go on almost like making your skin look wet. But then because it's a loose pigment, it's easy to dust over the body. On the eyes, it looks stunning. And if you use it dry, it just glides on still. And it's just absolutely beautiful. But um, yeah, I I grabbed this for anything from the littlest things as an inner corner highlight to whole body shimmer is stunning um with with cheeks i think nyx fair contour palette's really nice i really like that and then they do some really nice blushes as well but i think in a kit it's better just to go for a palette rather than a single individual because you're going to be working on such an array of skin tones that you're going to want basically everything just so you haven't got prepared for one you you've got it all with you um and i'd also have a different different textures i'd make sure you have different textures in your kits like a cream blush for i don't know a more glossy look or a powdered blush for someone who maybe has oily skin 
if we're talking about blush, my favourite blush is by Milani. And it's like their baked blush and it has like gold flecks and it is luminoso it's so good it's literally the best blush like i've ever used in my life like don't get me wrong i love like the mac palettes that we have that we have um that have the different shades of pink but the milani blushes they're they're affordable and they look amazing like you could build them up and have it look quite intense but also it's quite like a light if you're doing like a everyday kind of makeup look um yeah so it's like my go-to like it's in my everyday makeup routine with me and finding blushes, I'm very particular and I've been using the same one by this. Again, it was a dupe of the Benefit brand, but I can't remember what it's called now. Um, but like Katie said, that blush is amazing. But I'm yet to find I'm looking for a baby pink blush. So if any of our viewers are listening and they can suggest a really nice baby pink, like Hello Kitty vibe, then I'm all for it. Because I've been searching everywhere and I just can't find it. What would you guys recommend when it comes to setting sprays? Because I've gone through a few and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about setting sprays. I love using them, but the amount of times my setting sprays run out and then I've just filled it back up with water, it does the same thing for me, I think. Can you not laugh? Amy, don't kill me. You filled up with water. Yeah, I've done that for years. Where like, if I'm just using a setting spray just to like, I don't know, get use a highlighter or something, and I just want to dampen it a little bit, I just put a bit of water in there. (laughs) Does it really work though? This is the question because I have tried so many, but I use setting spray to when I finish powdering and I want it to all sink into my face, which is a tip by the way. If your face is dry, then have a little spritz. But when it comes to it, I don't really use a setting spray specifically to set my makeup. Like yeah. I use Maria Badescu, um, their, their setting spray because it's refreshing. I don't know. Exactly. I, I understand ones that are like toner. Sorry, my phone went off. Um, I understand ones that are like toner um, and you put it on before, then yeah, I get it. Obviously, don't use water. But <laughs> yeah, when it comes to just because you're just changing the texture of your face. So as long as the spray is fine enough. And it isn't just like giving you like drips. I think water does the same thing. <laughs> the only one I've used that I think is good is the Urban Decay All Nighter. And it wasn't mine. It was my friend's. And I remember being at hers one time. It was, I think it was even my birthday. What it was that? my birthday. And obviously we were going clubbing. Like I was a bit worried. And obviously I tried setting sprays before and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if they work. My friend was like, no, like I've used this makeup. I've used a setting spray and it's the best setting spray I've ever used in my life. Like my makeup does not move. And I don't think she used primer before she used the setting spray. And I didn't either. I just literally did a moisturizer as a base and then I did a setting spray over top. And my makeup didn't move. So I feel like sometimes it's good to use the more expensive brands because it means like maybe you're getting more quality. So I feel like Urban Decay all night a setting spray. I can definitely vouch for that. It's, it's, it's good. Oh, yeah. I've used it. I do like that one, to be fair, out of all of them. Yeah. But do you know what I've heard is that if you apparently like we use them wrong, it, I can't remember what makeup was, but he says like you should spray your face before you apply your foundation, which makes sense, right? Because if I've, yeah, I've tried if that. Producing oil, surely you want to put the spray on first to lock it away or in, right? Mm-hmm. I think I've read about that when, um, do you remember when there was a trend going around where people were powdering their face with loose powder before foundation? And then people were powdering their face with loose powder, spraying their face with setting spray, and then going on top with foundation. 
So I don't know. We have to try that one out. I feel like that'd be really dry on your face, though. Mm. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I- no, because wearing masks every day. Sorry, wearing masks every day. I want to know my nose is cut. My nose contour. I spend so much time on my on my nose contour just for it to get rubbed off. Oh, anyway. Yeah, like with what Amy said, like I've got quite dry skin. Actually, I would say it's it's more combination, but I get dry in like under eye areas, um, and like under like my chin, just under my lip, um, and when I've obviously powdered over the top of my makeup sometimes it like separates and it just looks gross and crusty um so I'm yet to actually try that because I know that was a TikTok trend I'm actually yet to try that um powdering first and then putting makeup over top so I might actually try that um but yeah sometimes I think especially when you use different kind of moisturizers like for example the Walida one sometimes when I've put too much of it on and then you put your makeup on and then you powder over the top it does make it separate and does make it look a bit gross so if you're buying that moisturizer it is amazing like get it but just be careful like don't put too much i'd say under your eyes or anywhere that you're gonna maybe put quite a bit of makeup on so see one thing that I've, i struggled with most when i first started off being a makeup artist is eyebrows because i there's not many palettes you can find out there for brows and i personally always use pomade but um, I know you can get different pencils. Like the NYX um, brow pencil is really nice. But what did you guys grab when you first started your kit for brows? Yeah, I was using pencil as well. I, was, I think it was actually the NYX or the Maybelline. It was the Maybelline one. Um, I really, really liked that one, actually. Um, but now I actually use pomade. I use the Maybelline, Maybelline, Maybelline. I use Maybelline Tattoo Brow. But it does. It's hard to get off. Like, it is hard to get off um like I've been in the shower and this has not come off like hot steam shower and this has not come off my eyebrows so I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it to use on someone else because it might be a pain to get off but for yourself it's good um but no I really do like the Maybelline um I can't remember exactly what what it's called um but their eyebrow pencil is it's really 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 good I was going to say the Maybelline eyebrow pencil is my go-to. I feel like it's really good for a soft brow and a really defined brow. And again, it's a Jeep, I think, of, um, I think it was Anastasia one. But like, there's loads in the market of eyebrow pencils. And these are especially good when it comes to doing your model's eyebrows. I mean, most of the time with my models, I'm quite lucky and they already have beautiful eyebrows. So all I have to do is just put a little bit of product in and a bit of soap brown, we're done. But in terms of for my eyebrows, I like a very skinny defined brow so and the product isn't so harsh so you can kind of build it up to create this nice fluffy brow I think when working especially from what I've learned when working with brow products it's knowing what textures work for what look so that's what I think that's the reason why I always go to pomade because um I used to use the revolution did brow palettes and it had um three different shades of pomade and then three different shades of powder to match it and then they had like three different palettes for that and so I, I got them because that was really handy. And then I found out, like, if I was doing a fluffy brow, thinning that out, th- thinning that product out and then using a really small brush gave me a lot of control. Whereas when I was doing um, thicker brows, I could just go in with that product and it was so easy to use. And I had a lot more control. But then I find, depending on the person's brow, if they've got more brows, I find a pomade's too thick and I like using a pencil. So I think having a good mixture of both in your kit will just cover all bases. And then it also gives you time to learn what you like and what you don't like. For mascaras, 
I don't really have a preference on what mascara. I wouldn't spend a lot on mascaras. I would probably find a cheap one and then just make sure you have nice applicators. I find on Amazon they do nice small ones. I like grabbing a small one for the under um, lower lashes and then a nice big one for the top lashes. And then maybe having a different array of colours is quite nice because I like having a, um, a blue mascara sometimes that can open up the eye quite nicely. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, especially as a makeup artist, there's literally no point in spending money on an expensive mascara because we all know for hygiene reasons, we can't use the actual one that they give you. And I feel like with most brands, it's not the formula of the mascara that's good. It's the wand. So, yeah, literally, like Amy said, just buy any mascara. Like, But literally don't spend any more than like three pounds on mascara. Because, because let's be real. Nine times out of ten, you're going to put lashes on top afterwards. Yeah, literally that. Literally that. What would you guys do for lashes? Oh, I go through some of my eyelashes and they're all different. I will pick one style and I'll think I'm not going to change my eyelashes. These are the eyelashes for me. And then next week, like this week I've decided I like to cut my lashes and just put them on the ends. But I feel like the best ones that you can get in Superdrug or Boots is the Ardell ones the demi wispies i think they're great you can build them you know you can have them like quite natural you can cut them you can they do some um they do some really nice ones in primark as well the sosu ones them in milani they're gorgeous i love them and then they also have ones i think they're called dubai i love them and they're like a fiver they're gorgeous and they they don't look like they should be a fiver (laughs) they should be more but um yeah they're so cheap and it's brilliant i find sometimes when um especially if you're at the beginning of the course, you're going to be doing all different types of looks from editorial to really dramatic ones to would you body paint at the moment? So I also think having a look online and I actually have it here, but it's basically if you Google lashes online, I don't know whether you're able, if you'll be able to find it. It's a circle and then it has all these massive lashes on it and they're huge and they're brilliant for just cutting up and then like painting, I don't know, pink or something, or you can chuck them anywhere on your face. It's just brilliant. And they're massive. And I think the whole pack cost me like a fiver, <laughs> which is awesome. So obviously we spoke about earlier about cleaning your brushes. A good, easy way of cleaning your brushes, but also disinfect them at the same time is grabbing IPA. Um, IPA is really cheap. You can get it on Amazon. I think I got my big bottle for about £11 on Amazon. You only need the tiniest little bit. You dip your brush in it, you swirl it around in a bit of tissue, and the alcohol basically disinfects any bacteria and breaks down any product in there. So another good tip that I like doing, sometimes IPA can leave your, brush, your brushes a bit bristle, um, and I like going in with baby conditioner. The reason why I use baby conditioner is just so it's gentle on the eyes. It's going to be gentle on the skin because you don't want to use anything too harsh or over fragrant and then use it on someone and they could have an allergic reaction to it. So that's a good way of keeping your brushes nice and clean, but also nice and soft. I think with eyeliner, I really like the um, NYX ones because they have like basically every single colour like that you will ever need. And obviously it's NYX, so it's so inexpensive. I really enjoy liquid eyeliner too and I found on Amazon there's still you know the applicator that you normally get with a liquid eyeliner it's kind of that kind of like sponge tip it's easy so then you haven't got a double dip and it's so handy and also I like using them for lip application as well because it goes quite precise or even just cleaning up any with any concealer it gets quite close which is nice. Yeah I agree both of you with with the liquid because when I whenever I've used a gel it always dries 
it always dries out and I bought this really nice expensive one I can't remember the brand now and it's just cracked it's just dry and cracked so I find that like liquid ones like the Maybelline um eyeliner I can't I don't know what it's called but it's, it's so fine the end oh. Is it, um, yeah, it's the um, Maybelline New York Lasting Drama Liquid Ink. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and when it comes to coloured eyeshadows, I've recently got into them and I use them a lot in last semester, actually. And it's the Barry M. Um, it doesn't look like a gel eyeliner, but it's water based. So you just spray it with water and it's like a paint, I guess. Oh, nice. And, oh, it's so nice. And I mix some colours over there to create a brown because I feel like on myself, brown eyeliner looks a bit more nicer than a black. So it's very versatile. You can you can put it in your kit and you can create so many colours. Um, the one thing I would say though is that if you do apply too much in the eye, it can crack just a little bit. But other than that, it is great. Um, if you are someone who does like pomades though, um, back oh god, I can't remember when I found this brand. Um, it's a brand called Music Flower, and they do gel pot longwear eyeliners, and it's two pounds, and you get a dark brown and a black. And I've been using it for years and it's so easy to use. And if you ever find that a pomade dries out, um, sometimes, like I said earlier about the um, ordinary plant based liquids or even a saline. If you have um, eye drops, if you, I actually bought eye drops just for my kit for any pomades that run out or even if I want to dial anything down, use a bit of saline. It dials it down, really uh, dies it down. It rehydrates the product, which is really nice. Yeah, that's I idea. Mm-hmm. Of that. That's such a good idea. Yeah. It's good with um if you have any mascaras that dry out as well, just put like one or two drops of saline in it. Because saline's obviously just it's just what you put contacts in or whatever, it's eye safe. Yeah. I was gonna say, um, a top tip when it comes to um applying a wing is that I learnt this of a makeup artist. She's called Nikki what's her name? Katie, you know what she's called? Nikki Makeup. Yeah, and, and she's kind of known for her wing and I remember she said on one of her stories she got her eyeliner brush from an art shop and I done it straight away and it yeah and it's great and you can get a really precise line and I feel like the longer the better it's, it sounds weird but you know if you want to get creative a long thin brush is great to so get that swoop you know that the swoop yeah I think it's because the bristles they're, 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 when it's when you've got when you're holding the brush closer down and it's a smaller bristle, it's you're in more control. Whereas if you've got the motion and you've got the rest of the, the basically the longer the longer brush, I guess, um, it's free motion, isn't it? So Okay, that's all we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got a favourite product that you'd like to share with everyone, please tag us at hashtag we are gunk. Take care and see you later guys. Bye. 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 Bye.